Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Thanks to BetterHelp for supporting FilmSack. For 10% off your first month, go to betterhelp.com slash FilmSack and start living a better life today. Once in a time before time, God breathed life into the universe and the light gave birth to angels and the earth gave birth to man and the fire gave birth to the jinn, creatures condemned to dwell in the void between the worlds. This is Film Sack. Oh, sure. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to Film Sack. That's right, Film Sack. Mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind. And I'm delaying because I forgot to bring up my notes. So give me just a moment to pull these up and I'll read from these notes. Oh, they're good too. Here we go. Uh, Hey, I'm Scott Johnson. Joining me today, Brian. I think he stole that little red gem with everyone. Shit, while everyone was trying to find bits of Ted Raimi Dunaway. (laughs) Oh, poor Ted Raimi. So flat. Oh, hi. And thank you for breathing your hot breath on my pulsing ruby vessel and then rubbing it all over your breast. little over-the-shirt action is the absolute best way to wake a centuries-old jinn that was imprisoned by a very naughty sorcerer. Oh, what's a jinn, you ask? Well, it's sort of like a genie, but spelt like a Django. So you know what that means. Yeah, you guessed it. You can keep that D in your mouth because it's silent. But also, it means three wishes. Followed by the total enslavement of all humanity. You take the good, you take the bad, and there you have the facts of strife. The facts of, okay, let's move on to the wishing. First wish, would you like to be rich? It's our number one request. How does a million bucks sound? Yeah? As you wish. Bam! Your mom is dead. What? That's how wishes work. You ask for something, and you get it, but at a price. This time, your mom put in the bill. Thanks, Mom. All right, second wish, go. What do you mean you don't want any more wishes? Well, that's not how this works. Once you wake up the gin, it don't just get to change your mind about waking up the gin. Now rub my ruby red gem and make a wish. What's that now? Astonish you? Well, of all the vague bullshit wishes, fine. 
See that guy over there? I'd just like to see his skeleton make a break for it. Yeah. <laughs> As you wish. Oh, look at the skeleton go. Holy shit. It really wants to get out of that guy's, doesn't it? Wow. Okay. Well, this doesn't usually happen, but I think I just astonished myself. What's that? You got a third wish. Well, do it, lady. Let's bring this thing home. You wish Peter Atkins had stuck to writing Hellraiser movies. Shit. You unraveled everything. Randy, fear the gin. <laughs> oh, man, that whole first scene with the skeleton coming out and all that, that was like the best part of the movie. It was really For good. sure. That's one of my favorite parts. I was like, how does that even work? How did you make part. a noise? Yeah. There's another part that I think is best. Oh, okay. do you? Snake Man, all that? Oh, man, it was really good. Oh, yeah. Uh, also with us, Randy, this new version of Face Off has some problems, Jordan. <laughs> uh, aloha, Scott. Brian. Brian. Hi. And thank you so much for registering for our oldest course here at Cairo College, How to Become a Djinn. Over the coming semester, you're going to learn more than you ever imagined about the truth of the Degen. How we're so much more than Robin Williams made us out to be. Just don't ask me too many questions if you know what I mean. <laughs> of course, you don't know what I mean because it's your first day. So let's get started with the three basic principles of the Degen. Number one, the key to your success will be to grant wishes in a way that technically fulfills the person's stated desire, but also gives you what you want. And mm. then, if they make the mistake of making a third wish, you get to destroy the world. Unless you don't. Literally every time in history a person has made three wishes, the djinn involved has been outsmarted on the third one. Oh, yeah. This is why we started this college. Number two. <laughs> Your powers will be phenomenal, but the rules governing them will be impossible for you or anyone to understand. That's why we've got this 1,300-page course curriculum that you are required to purchase at the Student Union. Why are college books so expensive? Because a book publisher once got a wish over on one of our least successful graduates. Number three. After graduation, you will be placed into a small object that will be your home until a human extracts you. When they do let you out, remember... Always stretch first. 10,000 years will give you such a crick in the neck. <laughs> I didn't know he sacked Aladdin. Yeah. <laughs> 10,000 years. Feels like it. Even the movie, even this movie, you made reference to Aladdin. Yes. It's pretty funny. All right. Finally, Brian, he loves a nice, quiet evening of smoking and reading about Demon Genie's Ibbot. I totally do. Ah, sounds like I have been summoned. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, welcome, well, <coughs> well, <coughs> welcome, welcome to Burger King. I'm the Wishmaster. Uh, would you like to try our flaming chicken dunkers today? Okay, order when you're ready. My name? Yes, yes, it really is Wishmaster. Long story, but my shift manager Becky awoke me by finding the fire opal on her honeymoon trip to the Dominican mm. Republic. And she awoke me, so I took this job to stay close to her. Okay, so what would you like to order? Ah, do you wish to value size your Whopper meal for just a dollar more? As you wish. Now you will receive twice as many fries and you'll suffer a heart attack at the age of 71. Please pull forward to the second window. <laughs> Welcome to Burger King. My name's Wishmaster and now you've awoken me. Would you like to try our flaming chicken dunkers today? No? Okay, we're order one ready. Uh, no, no, I'm a gin. It's like a genie, but I'm mean. What can I get for you? <laughs> No, we've stopped serving breakfast already, but do you wish for me to ease your pain and conjure up a croissant which meal? 
Mm. As you wish. Enjoy your breakfast, but suffer. Knowing I licked one of your hash brown nuggets. Pull forward to the second window. <laughs> oh, oh, hi, shift manager Becky. What's that? You've been listening to me on the drive-thru? Do you wish to see me in mm. your office? Oh, oh, you're, you're firing me? Fine, fine. I'm an evil being that has been around for centuries, and I'll turn in my uniform when I'm good and ready. <laughs> Wow. Wow. I, I, don't, thought, I, I don't want to go to that Burger King. I, I seriously wanna... thought about doing all the drive through stuff with this. Oh, but yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it would have been really hard for you to hear me. It's, yeah. it's funny because my mind went to Burger King as well for my intro. I backed out of it because what? I was like, I don't know. Because it's something about Burger really? King uh, doing your what? way. Yeah. It's like they're. It's like is there there's their motto right Burger King is like uh, have it your way or something like yeah, that yeah. and I was like I, yes, I, I, and I totally I totally thought of that when yeah. I came up with the Burger King idea was yeah. have it your way and the wishmaster and all that I actually That's thought of Chick Fil A because you know how they they always my pleasure their whole thing is to serve you no but oh, uh, no Chick Fil A you go to you weirdo yeah. I, didn't, I didn't you guys are just totally making my uh, <laughs> intro so much better yeah I didn't yeah. immediately find the joke around why the gin that works at Chick Fil A wasn't available on Sundays so. oh I get <laughs> right right couldn't I, quite couldn't you quite rank you in yeah. I have to go watch a volleyball game and borrow a cell phone <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny how this movie inspired us like it it seriously like it inspires so much creative thought. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't yeah. expect that from a movie of its, you know, oh, of its some, of its quality. Is that the term you're looking for? Well, of its bad quality, because <laughs> I mean, some weeks I'll admit it's it's tougher for me to come up with a uh, an intro. This week, yeah. it, it felt really easy and natural to come up with one. Well, we haven't had one of these for a while, and this is a movie from '97, uh, Wishmaster. By the way, everyone listening, that's the movie we're talking about. But the movie looks like it was ripped right out of like '88, '87. Yeah. Yeah, uh, intentionally. That weird. was the idea, right? I guess. Is it? I don't know. Oh, yeah, really? absolutely. It, it was. Yeah, the whole. Somebody says to. Uh... Yeah, the whole. The whole idea was that we were gonna. Uh, Wes, I think Wes Craven was like kind of pushing producer, uh, yeah. kind of pushing to like a return to '80s horror. So he was kind of. It was kind of like a reboot for that. And boy, they. I think they. They made the mistake of keeping everything instead of going, what oh, yeah. worked? Yeah. They yeah. just said, let's keep everything. Yeah. They filmed and kept everything, but they also kept it to, as we alluded to at the top of the show, under an hour and a half. Like, it's not that <laughs> yeah, long. Good job. Super yeah. short. Feels like something you'd see on, like, I don't know, late night uh, TBS back in the 80s. But again, it's so 80s. Like, like, it doesn't feel like a movie made in the late 90s, like post Jurassic Park era, almost. Uh, you know, we're almost Matrix time. Like, that just seems mm-hmm. insane that this exists in that space. You know, it totally does. It's the most cheese bag freaking throwaway. <laughs> uh, but I had a ball. Yeah, I had it a really feels good like, time it feels it. like, oh, uh, if we stick around after Leprechaun, uh, Wishmaster exactly is felt be like st- a- playing at the same drive through. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yes. If, you did, if you didn't immediately get the flavor of this movie with Angus Scrim <laughs> as the narrator. Yeah. Into this movie, I mean, yeah. What were you even doing? Well, you even yeah. had you got your your Freddy Krueger there. Robert England's in it. Yeah, Robert England was there. Yeah, yeah. Ted yeah. Raimi's brother briefly gets killed, and then not. Later. He was the mist. He was the Mister Beaumont. Yeah, yeah. You had a few. Oh, I thought England was the Mister Beaumont. Oh, yes. that's why. That's, that's what, what I was trying to yeah. attach okay. to. Sorry, I understand. Sorry, we we moved on to Ted Raimi. I thought. So. <laughs> oh, sorry. Bad. My bad. My bad. No, he's Mister Lomont. <laughs> he's he's <laughs> Smushmont. That's right. Um, Flo Flomont. Yeah, Flomont. He's a little more. He's a little more fluid now. 
uh, after yeah. his little accent. But uh, yeah, the movie is Wishmaster, directed by Robert Kurtzman. Uh, this was co-produced by, as you mentioned, uh, I forgot his name. Uh, West uh, Craven. West Craven. There you go. West Craven. It's about a demonic, as, as Randy calls him, Dijin uh, mm-hmm. attempts to <laughs> grant his owner three wishes, which allows him to summon his brethren to Earth. That's a simplification of the most one of the most ridiculous films we've seen in a very long time. So uh, I got to say, I had a really fun time with this terrible. It's a terrible movie. It's not really good at all, yeah. but it's good in a clowns from a killer clowns from outer space kind of way for me. Like, it's, yeah. I know yeah. it isn't good, but I had a blast watching it. I think right. The way of saying it. It, uh, I, yeah, I think- it doesn't try to do anything, anything extraordinary or out of the normal, right? I mean, they basically said, here's our lane. We're sticking on our lane. And, and for being that, they, <laughs> they, they did just fine. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I mean, even the trivia is dumb. Like, check out this trivia. Yeah, the trivia is dumb. <laughs> yeah it is. It totally it's is. like, yeah. uh, here's one that says, in the commentary, it is stated that while filming, someone had broken into the, one of the sets and stole cameras, making it on the news later that day. Ooh. It made it on the news. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. On the news? When, when the trivia has to go into detail about the kinds of cars that the characters drive, you know there's not right. a lot of material to work with. No. Like, it's, uh, I mean, it, I thought I was going to get all kinds of stuff like, this effect was achieved by Zebba 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 or whatever. And there was yeah. none of, it was yeah. none of that. It was just like... I was- you know, yeah. normal stuff. Yeah. And I was a little disappointed that there wasn't more like, I mean, come on, you got Robert England doing, you know, why were there not more Freddy Krueger jokes? I mean, oh, yeah, he was right. mumbly mumbleson in this. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. I mean, when he was, I mean, they at least should have had him show up in like a, like a Freddy Krueger like shirt and go, what do you think about my shirt? Or, so, you know, I would, <laughs> if, I could use some more fun. I could use some more fun in this film. It took itself a little bit yeah. too serious, but. I think that's what I like because it doesn't work. Like the the security guard getting melded into the <laughs> into the bar. I like to see you yeah. go through me. Yeah, I laughed yeah, so I, hard. I thought that was so. At least stupid. that one made. Well, so that, I was gonna say at least that one made sense. It really didn't make sense because it didn't wish to go. Yeah, I guess this is. Well, I wish you'd try and go through me or something yeah. like that. But it's. Uh, I like to. I like Todd's, to see you. Right. Yeah. yeah. yeah I'd like to see. You. I guess that's kind of a wish. But Tony Todd's thing of like, yeah, you know, I'd just like to escape and do something else. Well, then he puts him in a, a Houdini box. Yeah. Underwater, yeah. Yeah. chained up Houdini box. Well, that's kind of the opposite thing of what you asked for. Yeah. What you're, right. You're because complaining. You're complaining about the basic most. Uh, fundamental premise of this film yeah. which well, is, no, because he, which he, is he, that, that yeah. you corrupt wishes in order to get your way wh- while also giving somebody slightly a little bit of what they wished for right mm. and once once that is kind of like wide open anything is possible there's no defeating it like it's a like in the end it's it's such a letdown when she defeats him with a simple wish because it's like no he's gonna easily find a way to corrupt that well i was you know even surprised I mean? when he but told the, the, when the guard what? the guard says i wish you'd leave and he was like all pissed because he had to turn around and leave yeah. and, and he was I like thought, being sucked right. toward the door <laughs> yeah. against his will that and was i, I loved that and bit. what, what i thought what i thought scene. there was like no you can get around this just say all right then i will exit by going through your anus and out your mouth like you could decide some other fancy <laughs> right. way of leaving and you didn't do it you know yeah. so so it, that stuff was all over the damn place and that i don't know that kind of rubs me wrong but it's always rubbed me wrong like all movies with a genie in it they're all broken that's yeah. like time travel well, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, you got it. You got it. It's like it's like time travel. You really got to you got to really spend most of your time thinking about the rules of the movie. You know, the the rules yeah. are what's going to make you or break you. You can't you can't play loose. Yeah. Right that. If you find yourself in this situation, folks, you need to yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. really think, really use your brain <laughs> to, to, to survive. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, it's just one of those things where I, as I was watching it unfold and I was watching young uh, Skylar White, I don't know who she is actually, but her, she looks just like her. Uh, very, very good. Uh, good, good pick on that. Like very young Anna Gunn looking. Oh yeah, uh, actress. It was throwing. Sure. It was killing me for a while. I was like, "Wait, who she looked like? Who she looked like?" And it finally hit yeah. me. Yeah, but I don't you know who we're talking about. Well, main, uh, are we talking about Breaking Walt- Bad? Uh, Walter White. Yeah. Oh, Walter oh yeah, yeah. We're talking about Tammy Lauren, who is the oh, the, I was the poor, yeah. yeah poor man's uh, uh, Linda uh, Linda Hamilton. Hamilton, thank you. There you yep, go. Yeah, that I'm works too. Her as well. Yeah, yeah that works too. But this is the character named Alex, and the she was the one who uh, rubbed rubbed the ruby gem on her. She's okay. <laughs> I guess what I'm saying is I don't know that she's the problem. She's in a bad movie. She's, oh, she's, she's fine. Oh, she's the best thing in the movie. She does yeah. yeah, I think she does well. Yeah. Uh, the best thing? Oh, are yes. you going to say Andrew Devoff? How do you say his name? Devoff? I'm going with Devoff. Yeah. Wasn't the best thing? No, I, I think yeah, he was the yes. best thing. I think he was terrible. I really, I really, oh, really? The whole yeah. movie, I was like, man, if they'd only cast somebody else as the gin. Oh, is that the gin? the gin? Okay. All right. Yeah, he's, I kept thinking he's, that guy was the uh, one of the FBI agents from Die Hard. This guy that we see in everything else. It's different. Right. It's absolutely absolutely a different guy, but he's very similar to another guy. Another guy, a guy that, absolutely. like you said, we see in everything else. Talking about Agent well, Johnson. I mean, we we enjoyed him as Boris in uh, Air Force One. I mean, yeah. we did. And we enjoyed him in Lost as the guy with the eye patch who ran the yeah, um, yeah. the Orchid Station. Oh, that's right. That's He's right. in multiple movies with an eye patch. Is there? Is does he actually have an eye thing going on? Because I'm looking. If you go to IMDb and you look at Andrew Divoff and you look at his photos, yeah. Yeah, there's something going on. He, every time he shows up to a casting call, he goes, well, "I can wear an eye patch." So that IMDb photo is absolutely his lost Dharma. Yeah. Um, plus, oh, for but, sure. But look at the other stuff down. Look at the small switch, thumbnails. But, look. but it switches eyes, so I don't think that's. Well, that's that's <laughs> oh, what I was yeah. going to say. Well, that could be a reverse film. But if I you think, if I you look at the, that alien head, I don't even know what that's from. Let's see if it says. My, yeah, uh, that's not a reverse oblivion? image because he's think, got he's got uh, photos in the background okay. that with words on it that prove that it's not flipped. Oh well, maybe. But the point is, like, wow. uh, this Oblivion movie, by the way, this alien head that he's got an eye patch on. Uh, the the movie poster says Oblivion, the cult sci fi classic, which is kind of going out there when you put it on your movie poster. Yeah. But then also says it includes uh, Isaac Hayes, Julie Newmar, what? George Takei, and uh, Carol Struiken, who I who's What's that? What's it called I, again? It's called Oblivion. Oblivion. We should do it. Yeah. We should do it. It's it's the year thirty thirty one. It's Cowboys and Aliens, and this movie came out in nineteen ninety four, well before. Uh, Cowboys and Aliens. <laughs> oh man, there's an Oblivion wow. too as well. Okay, all right. Of course there is, but nothing to do with the the Tom Cruise Oblivion, right? Nothing like, at all okay. to do no. with uh, that right. Oblivion. Nope. But this guy's Cult like, what classic. a what a weird career. He's in things like Air Force One and Forty Eight Hours, and you know, Toy Soldiers, and and then he's in Wishmaster and a whole bunch of really bad stuff, and then he's in some pre production for something called The Hag Witch. Woo, the Hag. I want to see the Hag Witch. <laughs> yeah, coming out. Did you get that in a value meal? Yes, I'd like one Hag Witch. And, uh, uh, mm, I love a Hag Witch. <laughs> a ham Hag Witch. Mm, so good. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's an interesting choice for this. I didn't like him very much, but 
Uh, really? Yeah, I I thought he was. I, I liked him. Yeah, I don't know. He's fine. Yeah, it's I don't know voice. why you guys it's didn't that, like him. I I, it's that I thing literally where, felt when, like whenever he would talk, like kind of like Ibbett's intro, the whole just I've come uh, to take three of your yeah. wishes, uh, like that yeah, whole wishes. I mean, have you heard Freddy Krueger talk? Uh, I mean, come on. I mean, yeah, well, yeah, at least Freddy but, was like, I'm in your nightmare now. Like he just sort of right. Kruger had different, uh, like Kruger did mixed it up. There wasn't always come here. I'm going to get you. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's because they had like, like, have like 20. Yeah. We, well, that's because we have like 20 films to reference. I mean, this one does too, but I, what is he? Is he in all three Wishmasters? I mean, well, even in the first nightmare on Elm street, Robert Englund mixed up the mixed. It I up. think it wasn't you're always... forgetting a lot about really? the first one. Yeah, am, I, am I okay? Am I am I lumping? <laughs> I some think later you're forgetting <laughs> about the right. I think you're forgetting a lot about the first one. I, Maybe all right. It now the there. other Wishmasters, he's not in these. He's in it's some other dude. So yeah, uh, he wished oh. himself out. Yeah, he's oh. trapped. He's trapped in a little red stone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Well, <laughs> well he, I mean, he, doesn't, he doesn't have to be. He doesn't have to be the same person because he basically just stole. Uh, oh, he he stole uh, a friend's own friend Rex is what his name was. I think what was it? What was his friend's own name? Oh, uh, wasn't Rex because it wasn't Alex and Alex? Rex. Alex? No, Alex, Alex was, was the main... primary actress. Yeah, she's Alexandra Alex and Alex. Oh, and I Doug. really liked. I no. really liked uh, uh, Josh. Josh, that was Josh. It. Tennis playing. Uh, friend zone. His job. Friend zone. Josh. I okay. love how I love how everybody everybody was sort of related to the diamond or precious stone business in some way or other. Yeah. This yeah. <laughs> happens, you know, she plays tennis with a guy that she's been putting off who's also an expert at looking at precious stones. It's just right. Cute. Okay, so I had a bunch I, I take it back by the way. He is in uh uh he is in the new or in two. Um okay. a bunch of people in the tadpool now, followed up uh some frog pants listeners followed up immediately and watched two after watching this for today's yeah. episode. Uh-huh. And they're all losing their minds about how they we, they think we should watch two as a follow up because they say yes. it's just like triple insane, just like insanity movie. I I bet so. I I would think I I think Wishmaster was kind of like okay. I I think they had a good idea, but they didn't have time enough to execute it. Mm. And I think if they had time to actually sit back and go, okay, let's look at this. I think yeah. two is probably a lot better. I haven't I seen so. it though. Okay. By the way, there are four of these movies. There are four wish. I think what you, yeah, and I think four is, is, is weird because the way they're listed, I look through them and I think one through three were considered horror and then four was like adventure or something. I was like, huh. oh, okay. Really? That's weird. Let's see. Uh, weird this time the, the djinn unleashes his undying love for a beautiful woman in his final attempt to unleash his brethren from hell. I don't know. I can't mm. tell. I can't tell from that what this thing is, but uh, the point is, oh, directed by Chris Angel. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. that Chris Angel? Okay, Get different Chris here. Angel. I just confirmed. Different dude has same name. Yeah, that's a okay. bummer. Has to be. Yeah, no street. It's magic a good here. name. It's yeah. a real good it's name. A good yeah. name. It's a good. It's a great name. If you're gonna go do magic on the street in Las Vegas, oh, great yeah. name. Great, great name for that. Best yeah. name. Anyway, it's uh, uh oh. I love this when this happens. The director Robert Kurtzman. He's the man killed by piano wire at the museum gala mm-hmm. later in the thing. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah, if I was directing a movie, a horror movie, I'd want to go. I'd want a cameo in the worst, goriest way possible. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, this is an interesting film with uh, odd ways of people to be, you know, tortured. It's uh, every, all these party scenes where you know the gin is just basically creating 
chaotic mayhem mm-hmm. and people just having all these just terrible things happen to them. It's, it's a really interesting thing to watch. Yeah. Yeah. But even with that, they kind of played it safe, right? right. You know, one woman turns to glass and then she shatters and shoots glass shards all over and rips some guy's face off and the piano wire thing. It's like, man, I would take every single thing in that room and figure out a way to make it some sort of weird torture implement yeah. or some yeah, you'd turn, a, it, turn, you'd it the, turn it into the final I would desti- make a great gin. Yeah, would, you would. You actually really would. But no, like make the make the room <laughs> into like the that. like the final destination room, you know? Like everything right. is yeah. going to yeah. get revenge. I agree. Really explore the space yeah. with your uh, <laughs> with your torture. Yeah, they did it more in the first scene than they did in that final. I, and they I did, think yeah. I, my like my conclusion uh, without getting too far ahead here is we all kind of come away from this wanting it to be more of a Stephen King movie. Just a little more, a little like bit. all the little things, yeah. you know? Yeah. Sure. Like it reminded yeah. me of Maximum Overdrive at several times. Okay. Mostly, mostly the way the dialogue was handled, like characters talking to each other, this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And and I just like I just kept thinking, oh, if this was written by Stephen King, you know, there were these these little touches would be like it wouldn't be better. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Eighties eighties Stephen King <laughs> adaptations were terrible, right? But right, right. It's just like. There would have been there would have been more uh, more subtext to play around in your imagination with with a Stephen yeah. King story, whereas this was just kind of on the face of everything. It's like, well, he's here to cause mayhem, and your wishes aren't what you think they are. And oh boy, every time you make a wish, he'll turn from Vern Troyer mode to a bigger version of himself. And <laughs> you know, I've seen Wishmaster, and I had I had totally did not remember the Vern Troyer thing. I that was just totally outside my memory i mean you'd never even know unless you look it up anyway right like it's such a weird moment that i don't uh, i don't remember him being in like a pupil phase and then slowly uh you know morphing into this whatever it is after he kills somebody by the way i made to look up the trope what is the trope of uh what is the trope of you you finding something okay so i got a primary character they found something weird but they have a friend you know that works in a lab somewhere and then they send that thing to the lab researcher, then the lab researcher ends up dead. Yeah. So that, that seems to happen a lot. Yeah. Oh, like, I know. Uh, Gremlins. I know. Yeah. That, that happens a lot in movies. I don't, is that a trope of some sort? It's absolutely a trope. It's mm, absolutely right. a trope. That is, I can't get over how many times someone's friend, uh, who happens to be an expert at something gets killed by right. the thing. Yeah. It's like, here, look at this. I don't know what it is. Do you know what it is? I don't know what it is. Here, look at it. I'll be back later. You'll be dead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You won't live. Yeah. He, uh, by the way, Vern Troyer didn't, nobody knew him then. So, uh, it wasn't until 99 that he was in Spy Who Loved Me. So it was, we were, we right. were ways off, which by the way, that yeah. seems. Spy shagged me. Yeah. Spy. Or was it shagged? Yeah, you're right. The Spy Who Shagged. Shagged. Yeah. Spy Who Loved Me. Why gotta, em- gotta emphasize that? Yeah. No because, kidding. uh, let's separate this from an actual James Bond <laughs> film. Yeah. <laughs> Let's, also, I'm trying to stave off a few emails. Yeah, let's, go. good let's, job. It's a yeah, well done. Actually, you did both things at once, and that was successful. Yeah. But yeah, well, we, he would, then we need to make yeah. sure we need to get rid of those uh, Jason Forey's fans. You can't just call uh, the Marriott guard the guy that got walked through. You know, it's, it's Kane Hodder. Uh, oh, is Jason that a guy Voorhees we know? I didn't know that Voorhees guy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, he looks so stupid outside of the Voorhees. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. It, you know, I I, I watch yeah, a lot of as horror. opposed to being so smart and dashing in well, that hockey you know, movie. Like, I don't know what I expected there, but yeah. <laughs> I watch a lot of horror movies, and so I kind of like hit those boards and stuff for horror films. And it always seems like the uh, Friday the 13th people are always 
way more strict with their trivia than you know, yeah. like a like a Nightmare on Elm Street or something. It's just oh, like, yeah, oh, yeah, you yeah. don't know. Yeah, those are right, purists. Right. Those people. Purists. Uh, so he that scene uh, reminded me weirdly, and I had a conversation with somebody on Twitter about this. It reminded me of Star Trek, like early TNG. Uh, Interesting. When he, yeah, there was something about the effects work that made me think of. Oh, this is like that episode where they had that dude get take over by a worm and then he exploded on on the Enterprise. When, oh yeah, the very end that was the best. We watched it here on Film Sack. Yeah, and, I think we uh, did. Yeah. yeah, we did. There's something about I, the were, effects there that with specifically yeah. with the guard and the and the you know him getting fused in, into the bars and getting walked yeah. through that just made me this go, is, oh okay, you guys had a. This TV was budget. 1997, well after Jurassic Park, and this looked like Lawnmower Man effects, right? Oh, Digitally, bad. that is. Yeah, yeah, it was bad. Now the practical effects were pretty good. I like yeah. the costuming and the practical effects, but they're yeah. okay. That cop with his chest fl- flayed open, like there was a lot of uh, uh, Hellraiser business in this thing, which yeah. you oh, mentioned yeah. the writer and stuff. But there was definitely like a feeling of like, oh okay, well you just this is Hellraiser town. The homeless guy's getting tortured. Here's the cop with his chest flayed open. You know, here's whatever. Like, that all felt like I was expecting Pinhead to walk out and go, oh, you like what you see or whatever, you know. You're coming to hell with me. Yeah. Wow. And take him off. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't tell you guys how I went on a comic binge for Hellraiser comics. Oh, oh my gosh. No. Oh, really? Not Hellblazer. That's a whole different thing on DC. Yeah. But, yeah. but Hell, uh, uh, Hell, Bla- no, Hell. What's the first one? Hellraiser. Hellraiser. Jeez. Hellraiser. Oh, uh, Hell. Yeah, I watched a right. lot oh, of Hellraiser in uh, in comic <laughs> form, and there's tons of it. I didn't know there was so much of this stuff, but I read, I don't know, like, I don't know, 100 issues or something. It's really good. Yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah. 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 It's all right. The it's comics a- go way deep. At one point, Pinhead comes back to Earth and is a normal dude again. And yeah. uh, you don't know whether or not he's there to, like, do something bad or if he's just trying to finally find a way out of this you know this pinhead job and it's a it's a mm-hmm. fascinating little yeah com- cinemites are really they're they're delicious yeah oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, i didn't see that coming there you Set go bites. nailed it <laughs> this tammy lauren never did much else uh now i mean she did some things she did she's work. got a big bio yeah a bunch of bunch of tv stuff which is fine um some comedy young and the restless for some reason um well whatever it's an acting job uh let's see marshall or marital law home improvement drew carey show bunch yeah, of it's all like, like pop in do a couple episodes there's something called wanda at large that she did six, six, episodes, six episodes of but i don't she think she like hung around forever yeah but then she just yeah. suddenly stopped doing stuff in 2014 she did a criminal minds episode before that the the, the 2010 so four years before that was the last thing so and that was it she's like i'm done i'm good Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't need she to had rabies anymore. or something, right? In that one, criminal minds. She had yeah, rabies. Really? Did <laughs> really? You, I don't remember. No, did that was s- about rabies. Though. I remember that. I don't remember. Oh, it's an episode did. called Rabid. Yeah, you're right. How yeah. do you know that about the criminal minds episode? <laughs> <laughs> Man, do you have any idea how many times Criminal Minds plays in this house? I don't watch it, really? but yeah, my yeah, other does. Yeah. Good lord, we're like on like our fifth run through of this film out of this this series i mean it's really just, it's oh ridiculous. wow ridiculous it's huh. ridiculous we go to sleep with criminal minds playing you are you're an odd duck <laughs> um, i'm not odd so i live with someone odd this is hilarious to me because she's oh interesting okay so she's mostly comedy and then does this and this ends up being the thing she's known for mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. that's an odd thing in your career right to- she's great though yelling like every time she 
every time she gets to the tipping point, she's hilarious. Because every time she like oh, she's yeah. like she got these big wide eyes, and it's like oh no, I'm in big trouble. And then all of a sudden she'll just she's just like I had enough, and she'll say she'll just tell him to f off. Yep. Or, it know, was great. Just, Great, I love it. She'd be like, yeah. she'd be like, uh, Dan, or Robert England have her, have her in his hands, and he's shaking her, and she's screaming, like, <laughs> right. and her right. eyes are all big, and then she'd suddenly go, "It's okay, I'm, I'm fine." <laughs> she'd, right. she'd <laughs> that was the most. That was the weirdest thing to me is that when at the end of most of the tortures, where he's collecting, he's he's making making single wishes for trades for souls, like with the homeless guy, right? At right. the end of each one of those, the person ends up screaming, but then she also she's like. She's so she's freaking out when they bring back to her character. And so that's a really weird thing. I'm like, yeah, there's no way. I mean, if she was freaking out that like that, like every couple of hours, she would definitely be locked up somewhere like total meltdown. Yeah. And she's got the ultimate plot armor here, right? Like he he doesn't hurt her too bad on the way to getting her to give him three wishes, which is bizarre to me. Like as soon as she starts resisting him, I'm like, okay, I'm going to turn to this doorman and get him to give me three wishes. You know, like doorman is a pretty simple character here. Uh, You know, I got, I got one out of him. So I'm, I'm a third of the way there. Like I just didn't understand why she was so special to the, the gin. Like why not? You you know what I mean? Like, is there like some kind of special relationship with the person who releases you from from that? Is there like extra rules? Because there's like like some things that I didn't know until I read the trivia. Like the the gin, he can't do anything that directly affects him. So when she, you know, they they've kind of displayed that when she made him shoot himself at the head. Uh, but you can't make any wish that directly relates to him. It has to be something like secondary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's uh, I, but we didn't get those rules. No, but they I don't ever lay them. I will out. tell you, yeah. yeah, I will tell you one thing. Mm. I'm never pissing off a homeless guy because <laughs> oh uh, George, Boy, the, George the Buck is full of venom. Oh, yeah, man. no oh, kidding. Educated idiot. Yeah, and I couldn't tell what the heck thing was the the Chinese gangbang. Uh, uh, hopefully you have that captured. Oh my god! I, I did was, not capture that because so I thought much. it was. I thought it was a little too. Oof, a little. Think, yeah. a little he was racist. So uh, much venom, man. Yeah. yeah. So that was my favorite thing in the movie. It just blew my mind that that, that in the middle of this horror movie, <laughs> there was this like really well portrayed uh, street scene. You know what I yeah. mean? Like in the in the front of a store. It was yeah. just like. There, everything about it, like the the characterization, the the costume, the makeup, the just like the 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 direction of the whole thing. It was I was just like, what is this doing in this movie? Yeah, it was yeah, like a yeah. vignette that got plopped into the well, movie. They actually had a, a a bona fide true bum, George Buck Flower, who's played a bum and Back to the Future. Everything. They live. It, yeah. it helps Everything. when you're missing all of your front teeth. Yeah, what do you yeah, mean yeah. bona fide? What's that mean? Yeah, bona, bona fide. Bona fide, he's bona fide homeless, homeless actor. I don't know if he's actually bona fide homeless, <laughs> but I homeless actor. Yes, homeless or actor of homelessness. How's yeah, that? He does right. that all the time. Uh, I would hope all these jobs put him in a home. Yeah, you never know. We gave him gave him money for a home. Yeah. So his here we go. I found it. So his uh, his slew of insults. It's like a uh, a crap sandwich, right? It begins yeah. with you you big bald headed baboon, which is G rated for sure. <laughs> Educated idiot, G rated for sure. And then in the middle of those two, it's miscomplected afterbirth of a Chinese gangbanger. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> ramps up to sixty and then back down to zero. Yeah, right. no kidding. Oh my gosh, Dunaway, you are not wrong. Back to the Future played the bum on the on the on the park bench yeah. when the car came back. 
and they they live. He was a drifter. That's all this well, guy did. I'm sorry. That's when you does. look like this, you're not going to get cast in the lead opposite Catherine Heigl in a rom com. <laughs> well, but you're he's right. Into what he's got. You're right. But he did this. Okay, here's another one. He, once in a while, he was something like a prison guard or whatever. But like, here's another one: Power Rangers, Lightspeed Rescue, Homeless Man. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Um, Bloodsuckers. He was Grandpa. Okay, that's cool. Uh, Wishmaster, Homeless. We got that. Uh, let's see. Somebody. Oh, Black Dawn. He was a uh, drunken man. Uh, yeah. Dark breed, homeless man. man. Like this is his job. This is what ho- yeah. this is what Hollywood what's, was for him. It's fantastic. <laughs> Love it. His bio begins with uh, his IMDb bio. There aren't many actors who can claim that they appeared in everything from innocuous family features to sexy soft core smut to popular <laughs> television programs to various horror science fiction exploitation movies, as well as work behind the scenes on a slew of films and assorted production capabilities throughout the course of their careers. Yeah, yeah who can say that? Who that's a can very, say that? I can barely say that. Right. <laughs> that's a long ass paragraph. I love the fact that, like, he's Back to the Future, and then apparently yeah. some soft core porn. Yep. So you know Homeless he would watching softcore porn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now see whoever wrote that would have been good at wish wish making because that was very specific. You yeah. couldn't right. you know you couldn't wiggle out of that one. Yeah, no stupid right. gin. Yeah. And I see these movies like right next we got Wishmaster right next to They Live in these in, in my listing here. Uh They Live eighty eight, Wishmaster ninety seven. You could have told me those movies were flipped in their production. <laughs> right. Years, and right. I would yeah. believe you. Like <laughs> That's just so John, I cannot. Get John over Carpenter that. really loved this guy, uh, Buck Flower, and uh, he was in a bunch of John Carpenter films. And one of one of his uh, his best quotes, I just found this quote from Buck Flower about why he was always cast as drunks, bums, this kind of thing. He said, "Probably because I look like a dirty drunk and a drifter." <laughs> they say, <laughs> they say we play best what we are. God, I hope that's not true. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Well, he died not too many years later. He was only sixty-six uh, when he passed. Oh, but, uh, oh our uh, our composer died like this year, the year this came out. That oh, who's kind the, of I, Who's the composer? No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That's a different movie. <laughs> okay, all right. So, I right. hate when I do this because I watch. Really? I try never. I try never to watch a movie in between film sec. <laughs> and the actual recording. You did it. And oh, I accidentally, we, I accidentally yeah. watched another movie. Well, we had a we had a day. We had to bump. Yeah. So it yeah, it was my sense. fault. Yeah. yeah, I know. I keep Aww. I keep wanting to talk about uh, how great uh, Florence Pugh was in this film. Yeah, but I, she just plain old wasn't in it. <laughs> Crazy enough, she just wasn't in it. I watched um, Matthew McConaughey play play a, a a weirdo trucker from a movie about the same time period. That's what I'm called? getting all confused about. What's it called? Tell us. Uh, it's uh, actually a Bill Murray vehicle. Yeah. Uh, larger than life, where he where he inherits the elephant. I think that's right. Is that from his from his dad? <laughs> I don't remember. Okay. It was like one of the first McConaughey trails, I suppose, or something. Because yeah. he was Bill like Murray, Matthew he was McConaughey, listed, Jerry Adler. Yeah, he was listed way down in the credits. How how was it? Was it all right? Oh, it was so stupid. But I love <laughs> it. it. All right, it all was, right. Uh, it's all right. It's literally it's all right, all right, all right. He keeps getting uh, more truckery. And, uh, I realized I had to really uh, push right. that joke. Pro- yeah. Product, yeah. Well had a product. Yeah. 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 There, was, a, there was like a five-year period there where Janine Garofalo must have had the best agent in Hollywood. She yeah. was in everything yeah. for about yeah. five years. She got to star in a couple of movies, like as the lead. Like, what a weird time, mm. Janine Garofalo. Mm-hmm. Right there. Hey, uh, Dunaway, tell me about Harv Presnell in this film. He's he played uh, Toll Bridge Powers. In your movie, you just watch. Now, the reason I bring this up is this is uh, this is um, 
Wade from uh, the Fargo movie. Oh, my my deal, Wade. Wade. It's my deal. Yeah, it's my deal, Wade. My deal. Yeah, the whole thing. Anyway, how was he? Was he good? That's uh, I don't really remember, to be honest with you. I think after I think after I tried to figure out when Matthew McConaughey first shows up in this film, they he runs into him in like a like a trucker restaurant or something. And I didn't even recognize him. Mm. I kept going. That voice is familiar Mm. because he's got like a beard and long hair. Mm. And it, t- it took me almost about two or three minutes where I was like, oh, my God, that's Matthew McConaughey yeah, playing well. Tip Tucker. So I don't know. I I, I was really kind of sidetracked. With all the that. year before this movie, 1996. I don't think I ever saw yeah. it. And from your description, I don't know that I ever will. I think it's, it's on Pluto TV free. It's got little ads and stuff. I just turned it on while I was doing other things. So it was it was interesting. It was uh, it was a fun little romp. OK. All right. Yeah. You've convinced me. I've turned around. Yeah. I'm going to watch it now. Yeah. No, I'm not going to watch it. You don't have to watch it. Uh, all right. Back to back to this thing. Did you guys uh, let me push this button and then we can talk about it. Where is it? Here it is. Uh, I can't find it. Okay. Gross. What do you think grossed me out in this movie? It's none of the effects, I can tell you now. Besides Josh's armpits? Yeah. Besides, <laughs> yeah. Like, that was oh, just, yeah. You said uh, that. That was the armpit so real. curly. It was yeah. so real. It was like real. That, like, it's weird how this movie goes from crazy, like supernatural nonsense to two people playing tennis. Well shot. Yeah. Good, you know, yeah. They use some good equipment out there to really, really get it. You know, they're sweating, mm-hmm. yep. wearing normal clothes. Mm-hmm. Yep. You, know? mm-hmm. you got wavy pit hair. Ugh. So gross. But that is not it. <clears throat> that is not what grossed me out the most. I will say it's the same guy, if that's any kind of hint. Same oh, dude. so Josh Josh did something twice. Okay, let's yeah. see. Um, and it wasn't I, was his... it when Josh took off his nasty sweaty hat and put it on? Oh, put it on her head on Alex. Uh, oh, yes. uh, no, but you're you're warm in that scene. Can, can we in that scene that somewhere? Can um, we just? I just want to. Can I just unpack that real quick because it bugged the hell out of me <laughs> that at the end of the movie, she's now she's the only person in the world. There's a trope here at the end of the movie. She knows. That there something horrible could have happened, but yeah. it was averted. Right. Well, does right. she though? Yes, cl- okay. clearly, because right. she's a different person. She's like coming oh, on to him. Yeah. She's throwing the kisses on him. All this stuff, right? So there's right. clearly some. She's changed, <sighs> which right? shouldn't have happened because she was not affected by the by the statue falling on on uh, <laughs> dude, Ramey. On Ramey. Ted Ramey. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So she shouldn't have been affected. She doesn't have the memory what, of the whole Wishmaster what, experience. I agree. But she wasn't she wasn't there during the Ted Ramey fall though. Well, that's right. The whole so point. how would she be affected by yeah, that? Yeah, that's entire well, that's entirely clearly, She's clearly point. a changed person. That's not my complaint. All right, okay, okay. My complaint right. is that I'll a, complain about a, that. a <laughs> deal is made of the hat, the ball cap. The ball yes. cap comes is shown early on like it's Chekhov's ball cap or something. Yeah, when, everything when is tennis, this. And then it comes back in this last scene and she put any he, any like, she puts it on him and he turns it around and I'm like what story are they trying to tell with this stupid right. hat? Right. Why is this happening? Yeah, yeah cuz it goes back and forth between the two of them when they're flirting with the the date originally right right like oh how about dinner or movie hat nope how about a hot dog in a ball game hat. this is this is what happens when you take a makeup artist who primarily does makeup artist stuff and uh directs a few movies is that this Robert Kurtzman. oh Kurtzman is a makeup dude 
I didn't know that. Yeah, he's oh, mostly yeah, a makeup yeah. dude. Almost ninety percent makeup he's like, dude. His his entire career is like as a manager of a special effects team. Oh wow! Right, and like at the same time that he was making this movie, he was managing some special effects people for Boogie Nights, which I I would like to believe that he personally put the long dong on. <laughs> On uh, <laughs> what's his name? But Dirk I would just say Dirk Diggler. But I'm not. I, it probably wasn't true that he actually personally did it. I just like to think that he did because it's funny. Yeah, he does like <laughs> a lot of funny? current stuff in this role as well. Like runs an entire department yeah, oh, yeah. for uh, that Haunting of Hill House series is really good, and he did. Yeah, that. he's really good at, at at that. I mean, from what I've seen as far as the the work that was put out. But yeah, he'd have a little short time where like he tried to do some directing. Not saying he did a bad job. I just think that. Uh, when you're, when you're an inexperienced director, you feel like you have to make everything mean something and have to, it has to show up. It's like, okay, we got this, we got to show it up at the end. We got to like the stillness thing. That was totally unnecessary. Yeah. That whole, yeah. Uh, whole coaching that the whole thing for her coaching was just so that she could put in the stillness thing, which she kind of didn't really use mm-hmm. i mean she did but she didn't really make effect of it well not to mention the uh, the death of uh <clears throat> auction house owner's mom who's just basically right. there to you sign mean, sign something put her name on a on a thing get on a plane and have the plane explode right just to, <laughs> i mean chris lemon chris that's a lemon boy yeah. there yeah chris mm. so yeah. i there's there's still this thread hanging over us and i just want to answer it from my perspective over the years i've gotten to where I a little bit watch movies thinking of how Scott Johnson is going to feel about every little yeah, thing. Yeah, can be grossed out yeah. by, yeah. yeah. And in this movie, the thing that really stuck with me as, as you know, Scott's in my head was there's a scene near the end where uh, the gin is face to face with Tony Todd. They're not indoors. They're not in a loud place. No. There is no reason for them to be kissing distance from each other. <laughs> but their breath, their breath was so intermingled. They were so close. Yeah. And I'm just like, why that are they so like close? They were sharing That's the same like. oxygen and carbon dioxide right there. And it was just right. it was right. just getting me grossed out for some reason. Like, you yeah. do not need to be so close to each other I right agree. now. What is happening? I agree. I don't want to kiss Tony it? Todd, is what I'm saying. No. Right. Uh, it was the boyfriend uh, or the eventual boyfriend, and it's when he was working in his lab trying to figure out what was going on with that stone. Before it exploded and all of that, he at one point lifts his glasses up to his uh, forehead. His glasses covered in schmeary freaking face grease. It is so right, right, right. Yeah, Yeah. that's funny. Yeah, if you got a greasy T zone, don't don't put don't pull those glasses up to your forehead. It's really bad. Like greasy, like so thick. I don't know how he was seeing through them. And I kept thinking, you're not going to have those on. Like you're going to clean those, clean those. There's two types of people in this world. There's people who see filth on glasses and people who see nothing. Yeah, and I see yeah. filth on them. I see them a yeah. mile away, and this was filthy, like fingerprinty. The camera hit him just right, so it was like you could see all the prints. Like it was just, right. I don't know how many. He's got 400 bacteria types just sitting there on the surface of his glasses. <laughs> so gross. Probably some poo, you know, a little bit of poo. I, probably oh, everyone, if we've learned uh, anything in trivia yeah. in the last 10 years, is that everything is covered in fecal matter. <laughs> yeah. Certainly, if we've learned anything on Mondays on TMS trivia, yeah. Uh, yeah. between the two of you, everything's got yeah. fecal yeah. matter yeah. on it. Yeah. Everything's got poo on it. Um, by the way, this director made a movie in 2010, his last film directing. He's made plenty of stuff since. Uh, so 11 years ago called Deadly Impact with Sean oh. Patrick Flannery, half of the Boon, uh, Boondock Saints and yeah. uh, Joey Pants is in it. 
And I'm just saying, maybe, you know, maybe, 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 maybe we should see maybe. that. You know, yeah. maybe we should see it. Yeah. They're trying you, to get it. What do you guys think about uh, Chris Lemon? Uh, Jack Lemon's son in this film. Oh, what? He's the, uh, yeah. Yeah. Chris Lemon, Jack Lemon. It's which, uh, Jack Lemon's son there. Yeah. He's, uh, he's the, uh, he's the, the smoozer. The, uh, he's the, he's the, he's the one trying to make all the money. He gets the, his mom dies, right? Oh, oh, he's the auction house owner. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's the one it. Mom dying. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Really? That's yeah, Jack Lemon's son? Like, always Nick hanging Nick. out right behind uh, Alex and... Uh, yeah, but it's kind of funny because like they did co- that. It's clearly on Coke. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. yeah, clearly on Coke. Absolutely. Wow, so I didn't know that was him. Yeah, I love that. Jack I was Lemon's like, son? Huh. Yeah, I didn't know it was him either until I was like, I was like, Who's this? I've seen this guy in other things. I started doing some research. You I'm sure like, isn't oh, okay. Jack Lemonson? It's not just Lemonson. It's a lemon no, son. it's okay. lemons. Jack, if you look him up, he's Jack. That's uh, Jack Lemon's son. Chris uh, Lemon's guy. Is. Oh yeah, look at Here's this. Chris, wow. Chris Lemon again. Yeah. Really sad when you go to IMDb and the thing you're known most for is Wishmaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, yeah. this yeah. this Chris Lemon guy. The thing that you need to fix on IMDb is your stupid profile picture. What? Yeah. what are you, <laughs> yeah, you can't right? even see him. He's not even yeah. there, is he? Are you a yeah. professional it's his, actor? That's his nose on the far right of his uh, IMDb photo. I don't know that he is. Like, if you look at his career, it's short, and yeah. he's not done. Oh man, really? Well, it and it made me sad because I was like, oh, because I I actually kind of thought he was funny. I thought I I you know like my the the one thing that I actually laughed out loud about was when uh, she was looking at the gym and she was all and, you know the camera was tight in on her and then suddenly they you know they bounced a a, a middle shot and he's standing right there next to her and scares her hmm. you know, like he's a, such a he's such a cocaine creep. I hmm. love it. I thought it was funny. Yeah, he lives in like Connecticut. Says here doesn't do any. Yeah, he's just not. Uh, he's not. He's really got good. Jack Lemon money. He don't need to work. Yeah, he's Come probably on. He's just got Jack Lemon money. <laughs> I mean, I can't say I. You know, if you're not really that interested in acting, although lately right. 20, in 2021 he's like in two things. Uh, he's in something yeah. in 2015. Like he does shit. He does stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Just nothing that sadly <laughs> topped the success. <laughs> The popularity of Wishmaster. Yeah, or his really? father's career. You know, like anything yeah, his yeah. dad right. did. Oh, yeah, no kidding. Like one movie that's from okay. his dad. Yeah, that's fine. Well, once again, that's okay. I mean, we 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 always assume that every actor wants to be, you know, the, right. the highest paid Next actor wants to be sure, the best sure. actor. And that's just not true. I mean, sometimes maybe just like get in a movie. It's like, oh, yeah, especially, in a movie. Yeah. especially these guys in this movie, all of them are known, you know, for like doing other things, not necessarily for acting. Right. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Ted, right. Ted Raimi looking exactly like Josh Charles. It was like, he's like, he's not, he's not an actor. You know what I mean? Like he's, right. He, right. he's acting. He's clearly having fun looking exactly right. like Josh Charles, mm-hmm. but he's not like, like he's got other things he wants to do as a, as yeah. a filmmaker. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wait, Josh Charles, help me. Who is that? Why can't I think of that? Name? Uh, Josh Charles, Sports Night. Uh, Looks just like this guy. Don't don't Looks tell like mom the babysitter's dead. You know what I'm thinking of is that makeup YouTuber kid. It's uh, <laughs> a name like that, something Charles, and he's super popular because he huh. Dead Poet Society. Scott, oh, hold on, hold on. Right, I'm still thinking of the YouTube guy. Makeup, hold on. Charles. Oh, you're looking at the other guy. I'm saying, look at Josh Charles. He's I need to know his you. name. Oh, James <laughs> Charles. That's his name. Never mind. Never mind. I don't know why I even know that. I shouldn't know that. That's not a thing to know. Why would sure I know you that? do. You yeah, should know that. I don't want to know that. 
Yeah, uh, all right, this is a movie full of deaths. Do we have a favorite death? I have one. It's the guy in the uh, in the Popo police station uh, taking the face off the restraining cop. <laughs> I thought that was oh, great. Oh, God, that the was chin off the guy. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Was, we don't know that that guy died. He's just walking around chinless. Yeah. It's officer, hey, hey, officer no chin now. Yeah, I, he just yeah. looks like uh, Frank Burns now. He's fine. Um, no, I, I, f- I feel like that was, uh, well, yeah, that's true. I don't know if he died, so I don't know if this counts, but that was my favorite yeah. little moment of, uh, F- favorite death. body horror yeah. Uh, moment. Yeah. The movie's full I, of it. I, it's not even a question for me. I mean, I, I, the thing that that was the most unique death of watching a skeleton try to escape a body because it makes absolutely <laughs> oh, zero God, sense yeah. because yeah. how can a body, how can a skeleton escape a body? I mean, is yeah. the is the weirdest thing. I, weird. I but I loved it. Yeah, yeah it I was very it. weird, and it was the most CG in the movie, except for the I guess for the security guard. Right. Yeah, the great. whole the whole beginning is so much. It sets up so much that doesn't really pay off in the in the rest. It feels like <laughs> oh, this is gonna be great. There's gonna be a lot of weird, twisted body horror things, and right. they kind of <clears throat> used seventy percent of it up in the uh, in the opening. Yeah, scene. I think they probably filmed the opening scene last, and so I think they probably. We're like, well, I guarantee they, 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 they wanted. They knew what they wanted by that point. I know probably. what they filmed the cheapest, and that's the interior of the of the stone. So, like, anytime they were inside oh, yeah. that stone, there was like yeah. cray paper on the walls. That was shit. Yeah. yeah. Did, we, did we really need so much movie after her wish of wanting to see how he lives? Like, it just, I don't know. It just. I love that Muppet chasing her through the halls, though. That was (laughs) right. That gave me joy. Yeah, that was that. Just that felt like the least creative part of the movie. Like that wish could have been something more substantial that he twists more. You know? Yeah. Right. Right. But it is pretty funny. You know, just yeah, just the idea of like, what if it's what's it like inside where a genie lives? Normally, we have that imagination with a more whimsical take. Like we're inside the the lamp. Where the genie right. lives, and it's all pillows and freaking, you know, incense in here. <laughs> so you're going Barbara Eden then? Yeah, yeah it was like yeah. she had couches. Yeah. She had like a nice round couch in there. Yeah, yeah. why would she leave? Yeah, it was super, yeah. super stylish. But now we're inside this dude's stone, and it looks like you know an, you're in an artery of a dying man or something. Was, yeah, he's an artery of a dying man, but he's got his throne. He's yeah. got his throne. Of course, you got your. Th- you got to have your throne. Where else yeah. are you gonna sit when you're not out there? You know, have your for, for me on on like practical effects, I love the fact or stunts rather. I love the fact that they actually put Tony Todd right into a tank of water. Like oh, yeah, that was great. It just they dropped him in there. That yeah. that was yeah. real. Yeah. There was not a there was not any sort sort of fakery around that. That dude yeah. was in a tank of water. Like I really can see. Yeah, I I'm I'm really impressed with it. I hope he got paid a little extra. That, had to, been, that had to have been right around the time that he was playing Jake Sisko on that episode of DS9. It would have been about that, about that year. Hmm. And, and we might uh, mention that later. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Star Trek. Of course we will, yes. Spoilers. Yeah, but Tony Todd, but, you know, it's total stunt casting here. It's like, yeah. Who's, who's another horror guy that everybody thinks of? Tony Todd, get him in here. Yeah. Was there, who was missing? Yeah. Who was missing of the, you know, Robert Englund? Yeah, like who who was missing? Um, who else? We didn't have Michael been? Myers. Donald, Donald Pleasance would be a good uh, right oh, addition. Uh, I'm trying to think who's got a face. <laughs> Vincent that... Price dead by then? <laughs> it would, it would have to be it would have to be somebody without a mask, right? You can't have yeah. Michael Myers in there. That'd be. weird. I mean, yeah, yeah. It should have been like 
you know, uh, would it be Tyler Maine or Nick Castle who would have been in the Nick Castle? Maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like that's the same level as right. the, you know, having the security. I guess the security guard is kind of one of those cameos. Like, right. I didn't know it until you told me. But but now that I know that's the dude that plays Jason Voorhees, <laughs> that makes sense. Um, he didn't look that big, I guess is my point. He's he's supposed to be a big fucking yeah. dude, right? Or maybe he is. No, I he forgot just... Kane Hodder was Kane Hodder was playing uh he I forgot he played also Leatherface. I forgot about that. So right. he kind of covered he covered both. That All was a right. good pick. Yeah, that's cool. Um but I don't, you know, I mean these are just calling him favors, I assume. Cuz this is you know, Wes Craven, yeah. Yeah, this is Wes Craven going, "Hey, we got this little project." I definitely going. would have liked a, a pinhead cameo somewhere in the yeah. background maybe in all the horror i would yeah. like to have seen that mm-hmm. like him him coming out and then going getting like a note face on and turning back around yeah. walking back out of the room yeah or the vagina yeah. neck lady she could have shown up that would be fine <laughs> <laughs> there's a really cool she has a really cool comic arc by the way that lady does um yeah. but the but the lumpy one with the dark glasses the round glasses yeah, he, yeah. He, he's yeah. just a throwaway and they don't care about him in the comics either he didn't care yeah i was gonna say he is in the movies as well yeah. so he's, he's lump. Just there he's lump <laughs> He's lump and he's yeah. in your head. Dee, dee, yeah. Dee, dee. Uh, but yeah, like, uh, you know, the movie had op- other opportunities maybe to do some other fun stuff, but I don't know for what it is, which is a really weird thing. It's I kind of had fun with this damn thing. Like I didn't expect to have fun with it. I thought I was going to hate this and I kind of didn't hate it. I kind of want to see the next one so I can laugh at those two, you know? So at some point, I'm, I'm really interested in part two now. Yeah, I, I think I uh, too. I like. Yeah, I, I've definitely. Seen you want to know? One. You want to know if they don't always thwart him by doing the same thing? Well, I wish the thing that caused you to come out didn't happen, so you never came out. Yeah, right. Because yeah. otherwise, it's a very predictable series the, of movies. The movie was so proud of itself for that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. Yeah. it was yeah, like, right. oh, what if the wish was like I in the writers' room? Were they were they stoked about their terrible? <laughs> simplistic i got it i got it yeah (laughs) it's like what if we just unwished the whole thing that's just so dumb dude and and if anything it just illustrates why you know genie movies are stupid now aladdin kind of got it right because uh you know they they distract you with relationships and and whimsy and music and 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 they set up all the rules at the very beginning uh of the of the genie right he says all right yeah first off no you can't wish for more wishes blah 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 and our our gin first thing he does is give her a free sample yeah i'll give you a free sample wish yeah Yeah. she's like the the, like the (laughs) first one's free just see see how it works yeah like here's come have have free sample free sample free sample (laughs) (laughs) it's lame it'll be good so yeah, like I, there's just I don't know, there's 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 part of me's like, oh, okay, well let's put this behind us, but part of me's like, no, we should watch two. I actually yeah, I actually kind of like about this movie that it didn't explain itself too too much. Mm. Like it just kind of mm. it just kind of barreled forward without stopping to tell me why these things were happening. Like it it because it's okay. It's not it's not like terribly broken as a story, you know? Well, do you think do you think the movie's worthy of like okay, so you know when you you have Freddy characters like Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees, these kind of characters, Michael Myers, they tend to live well past the prime of their movies, and you see them and you immediately know who they are, even if they haven't made a movie in thirty years, it doesn't matter. They're these iconic right. horror tropey characters. Uh, I'm sure every movie that ever gets made wants to do that uh, a horror right, movie. Right. They want to have their guy go on to be iconic or whatever. Do you think this genie ever had a chance? Like, were we ever going to see I him? Know. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Too too heavily makeup and and 
I mean, Freddie got a lot of makeup though too. So I don't know. Hmm. No, I, mean, I don't think he could. It's not so much makeup as that. It's the full deal. He's got like demon armor and everything. Like it's, it's. Yeah. You're right. It feels out of place, right? Those other guys, at least. Uh-huh. Oh, here he is in his red and black striped sweatshirt that he died mm-hmm. when they threw him in the oven, and he's got that hat, and you know he's got a lot of makeup on, but that's okay because what you, it's all about silhouette, and this guy's got a terrible silhouette. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, he's just like a blob. Yeah, there's nothing really to it. Yeah, he's like. I don't a, know. It's a, it's a good question though. He's like dungeon trash, this guy. Plus, he's not. He's not. <laughs> That's interesting. I, I never thought of him as a boss because, and it's because they don't go go uh, to any length to make him charming. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have yeah, any kind of yeah. like any kind of like interesting character. You know? Yeah. Like they yeah. could like. Uh, unfortunately, we watched Devil's Advocate a few months ago, and I I just kept thinking, wow, if Al Pacino had been in this character, ooh. Oh my goodness! How how interesting would he have been? Oh yeah, so charming, sure. you know? Oh, a lot more for sure. Like yeah, a hell of a lot more interesting. But but you know whatever. He commanded a bunch of statues. That was kind of cool, you know. Mm-hmm, the statue mm-hmm. stuff was great. Yeah, the yeah. the Neptune statue that throws the uh, the the oh, pitch yeah. for the trident uh, yeah. looked great as far as no cracks or rubber latex folds right, or things right. like that when he turns his head. Yeah, all those looked pretty good, I thought. Let's, what's the well, that's because jam- we had a director who was a makeup artist, and he did a really good job of yeah, that Yeah, that's part. a good point. Yeah. Did, did I mean, it, who even, was the, even Mannequin Lady, like the lady who oh, yeah. turns into a mannequin. Oh, yeah, I felt bad for her. I would also like to refer to her as the chick in the bucket. They did make a couple of references to her, but yeah. when she turned into a, a thing, it wasn't even obvious what was happening to me. Like right. at the time, I was like, wait, what? oh, she's the man. Okay, the mannequin. All right, great. <laughs> But we well, I mean, get- it's it's done so it's done completely off screen, right? Where, mm. oh, your beauty fades. Uh, would you like to have your beauty forever? Okay, poof, and then it's a cutaway, and then the lady walks by, and as you see, she's the mannequin in the background. So it's not like you even see that happening to her. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just feel like she's the only no- one that didn't scream either, because I think everybody else when they got cursed. Yeah. Oh right, she just like, rolled her eyes it. back and is like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's like, she just rolls her eyes like, well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> But I never, so we never got any. Why we never does this mannequin have a, a name tag and uh, look just yeah. like the employee I hired? Yeah, <laughs> but we never got any follow up with her. We just never got any kind of. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what I was looking. We for didn't see any real regret. Like the bum. Oh my gosh, he yeah. really regretted right. what he did. Oh, By yeah, the way, no, he did. That was yeah. That was that was rough watching. I mean, we asked like a, a top ten fear for people is cancer and watching it just oh, evolve yeah. like right there within seconds. Yeah, but wouldn't you rather have that? Like, let's say you're going to get terminal cancer. Like, you just, it was 100% guaranteed that you were going to die. How about neither? Can I choose neither? You can choose neither. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, thanks. But, you know, say. Yeah. Say say what you will about a chest burster. It's over. The pain is over quickly. Right. Like that'll that, that'll end, end you in a few minutes as yeah. opposed this is to. The, yeah. This is the biggest thing that's changed about me over the years watching horror movies. When I was young, it was like, oh, my God, that would be a terrible way to die. But then I'm like, but now I look more like and go, oh, my God, it would be terrible if you had to keep living while witnessing that. <laughs> if you if you die, yeah. then you're just dead. Yeah. You Problem solved. Yeah, you know the the fear goes away from. Uh, that's how I think of it. Like I, when I was young, when you're younger, you're worried about you know, oh, I don't want to die that way. But now, right. as you get older, you're like, well, I don't want to die there, and then have one of my kids find me like that. Yeah, right, right, right. 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 I'm fine. That's dead. more terrifying. Who cares? You know, no big deal. But they'll find me, and it'll be awful. And that's it's, that's a that's a funny evolution. I think everybody probably goes yeah. through that. But oh, I'm sure everybody does. Yeah, but in the in the case of the the cancer guy. 
I mean, it was all part of the deal, right? It's like, uh, you asked for the thing and I'm going to do it in a way you didn't expect. And it's going to be super rapid, uh, super rapid. And I, and I sat there and thought, no, this would be worse if you drug this out for three years of horrible, mm-hmm. slow right. body erosion. We wouldn't cancer. get to see it, though. Yeah. And the, and the pharmacy guy really is the one of the few uh, um, collateral damage characters yeah. in this oh, thing. Right. Right. He, yeah. he doesn't uh, do the few? wish. Okay, well, the only. <laughs> no, there's so much collateral damage in this movie. Well, okay, all right. right the, all right. the Persian stuff. The, the parties, beginning. yeah. Yeah, the parties. The party people. Yeah. But I guess directly <laughs> in, directly related to one of the wishers. Right. But doesn't but but doesn't do the horror movie thing where he, he's bad as well. And so it's kind of like, well, he kind of got what he deserved anyway. He just yeah. asked this homeless guy to quit loitering in front of the. Uh, I mean, he was doing more than loitering. He was like Garfield's suction cup to a window. <laughs> I'll just wait here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, but you're right. There, everybody else who had a direct kind of Twilight Zone deserved it. Yeah, except for, yeah, except yeah, for that yeah. guy. Yeah. Now the word, the the bad part of the parties is nobody else there had any reason to be directly connected to a wish. They just were at the party, right? But right. In this right. Case, but you knew they had to be jerks if they were hanging out. Totally, this guy, gala, right? so, uh, charity yeah. museum, raise money for a museum gala. Oh, yeah. yeah, deserved it. Yeah, they deserved it. No one likes those hoity toits. Nobody. Hoity <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you guys, let's talk about BetterHelp for a second. Um, I really like BetterHelp a lot. And um, you have to ask yourself questions sometimes, like, what interferes with your happiness or prevents you from achieving goals? Uh, well... BetterHelp will assess you with those needs. They'll help you answer that question. And they're going to match you with your own licensed uh, professional therapist, which is uh, important for this sort of thing. You connect in a safe and private online environment, and uh, it's really convenient as a result. You never have to sit through any kind of uncomfortable waiting rooms or sift through a bunch of weird paperwork before you get in there or any of that. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. And uh, BetterHelp is more affordable than traditional offline counseling. And financial aid is uh, available as well, which is pretty great. And they're available for clients worldwide. So not just the lower 48. You can be anywhere and take advantage of the services that are available at BetterHelp. Everything you share is confidential. That's really important. And, uh, you know, you can. they actually have a bunch of great testimonials, too. Everyone's like, well, Wayne, I know you're saying it's cool, but how about other people? You get a site listed full of those. You can find those over at their website. Really, really good stuff. Uh, it's convenient. It's professional. It's affordable. And they can help you with everything from depression, stress, anxiety, trauma, anger, grief, uh, relationships, family conflicts, all that stuff. You're having sleep problems? They'll help you with that, too. So many people have been using BetterHelp. They've been recruiting new people, uh, new, new counselors in all 50 states. So you can get the help you need. Start living a happier life today. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash FilmSack and join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash FilmSack for 10% off your first month. Big thanks to BetterHelp. I've got a lot of clips. Not a lot, but a fair number of clips that uh, we can enjoy together. And uh, I think we should do that. So I'm going to play them. Uh, here's the start of one. Uh, this is Freddie. He has a bit of a lisp. If you listen closely, you can hear it. Listen for the lisp on Freddie. I've waited 10 years. 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 I've waited wow, 10 years. Like years. 
Sounds like a certain next next door neighbor from a certain, uh, you know, huh? TV show. Huh? Huh? TV oh. TV show. Wait, who? I don't know who this is. Wait, let me think for a minute. Tim the Toolman Taylor. What? What? What we got? What we got? <laughs> Not Tim. It's so funny. The first the first neighbor. I know it's the first neighbor of. that I can think. Well, of. I mean, yeah. when she was on. I was already prime because she was on Home Improvement, so I was already had those TV shows in my head. Oh, yeah. the girl was yeah. Yeah, I don't know, Randy. What do you mean? Like who? It doesn't sound like Herbert the pervert to you? Oh, a little bit. Oh. Ah, okay, okay. I see. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I I yeah, yeah. yeah, you want I've some popsicles? I've been waiting for ten years. Hey, Chris. <laughs> Chris, you want some popsicles, Chris? All right. Here's a here's a freak out. Here's a Jesus freak out. Enjoy. Jesus Christ. That's pretty good. There's a lot of that. Yeah. 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 That's pretty good. That's as loud as Robert England got, by the way. The rest of this movie, he mumbles in every scene. I can't hear him. I can't freaking hear him. Yeah. He's the worst. He, we'll I think he feels more comfortable in makeup. He's like, oh, I feel so naked. Yeah, that might be it. Um, all right. I hate this guy. Here, enjoy. Oh, hold, hold, hold on. Uh, it's the boyfriend. Listen to that one more time. <laughs> oh, hold, hold, hold on. Oh, my gosh. Dude. What the hell was he even saying? <laughs> he was, she was saying, well, isn't that a something something? And he goes, oh, 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 hold on now. Hold on. So he's like, saying, hold on. It's, yeah, there's oh, a- hold, hold, hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. It doesn't sound like English at all. Yeah. It's pretty dumb. All right. Uh, oh, here's that guy talking. I can ease your suffering. I can ease suffering. your suffering. Okay, Emperor Palpatine. Yeah. yeah. It was a point where they, they zoomed in on his face too, really close, and did the Emperor Palpatine uh, yeah. uh, eye shot. Zoom oh, eye shot. yeah. Right. You're right. I didn't even think yeah. about that. All right, here's uh she likes to she likes to pause a lot, this actress. And uh here's an example of that. I have a couple of these today. He was analyzing a gemstone. Yeah, she had to really think about it. <laughs> am I having a stroke or am I having trouble understanding everybody in this so far? Every clip you played at uh, They're all <laughs> the audio the audio um how should I put this? The 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 dialogue in the movie, all of it is right. kinda hard to understand. Like my my my, I kept running into this problem where I'd have to rewind and go. What did he say? What did he do? What did I mean? It's just bad. And the mix I didn't is have any great. problems understanding the dialogue while watching it, though. Right, like they, I can lip read a little yeah. bit. That kind of like covers yeah. the gap, yeah. but apparently the context also helps. Yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, well, here she is again, pausing again. Something's going on. Something bad. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> something bad. bad, you guys. Some, something bad. Something bad. All right. Here's the homeless guy. Uh, Buck Truck. What's his name? Buck's Buck Truck. Truck. Buck Flower. Buck Flower. That's close. All right, here we go. Excuse me, lady. You help out an old alder boy? If you ain't got no change, a dollar will do it. What's an alder boy? Alter boy. Alter boy. Oh. Like, you know, yeah. An All alder right. boy. He's from my dad's generation where they said alder instead of alter. That's right. <laughs> they do that. Also, was- it also feels like uh, you just played a clip from literally a hundred different movies. Yeah, yeah, that's because right? he's been yeah. in all of them. Right, exactly. Right. Yes, yeah, all the movies he was in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, What's good. that DeLorean doing here? <laughs> did he have? He didn't have lines in in that, did he? I don't I remember. He, did. Uh, he was on the park bench, right? Yeah, but yeah. did he say Bones something? I don't remember him saying anything. Ah, get away from you, kid. Maybe he was like, ah, just like a <laughs> drunken belch. Yeah, something. I don't remember. <laughs> all right, here's uh, something about peeing on you. I hope you die, you sack of shit. I hope you die, and I hope you float down the gutter so I can f*** 
can piss on you. <laughs> I, I was wondering if you were going to bleep any of it because it's like he gets so rude. He gets yeah, really rude. No, he's so full like, of venom. I'm telling it, you, man. Right, like his, but he goes up and down like, hope you die. And I hope you die and float down the gutter and <laughs> so I can piss on you. And then I hope you stub your toe. But then I hope your toe falls <laughs> off and catches fire and goes in your eye. And now you see why he's homeless. Yeah. Now we get right. it. Now we get it. All right. Here's uh, something about curses. Do you really mean those curses you hurl so freely? Freely. Freely. He's freely. They do. He's freely. All right. Here's a uh, smell. Oh, I can smell your fear or something. Mm-hmm. What is this? <laughs> I can smell your fear. <laughs> I forgot I did that. Well done. Well Sometimes done. you forget because we had to, we missed yeah. a day because we had a, a internet problem yesterday. Yeah. So yeah. I forgot yeah. I did it. So that was fun for, that well, was fun for me as well. Can you, can you give us that one again without any, any talk? Yeah, here, over, here over you fun? go. Sure. I can smell your fear. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, I'm sorry to Tammy or whatever her name is. I didn't mean to throw her under the bus. Tammy, right. Your name is Tammy. You nailed it. Tammy. Uh, what is name? it? Frida, Tammy. Tammy, know, Tammy Lauren. You got Tammy it. Tammy Lauren. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Here's uh, uh, oh, why is Freddie so quiet? Listen to this. Here's, here's Robert England just barely making noise. Tell you what, Hera. Let me show you something. You'll be interested in this, I think. Any new treasures at the auction house? He's just, dude, speak up. <laughs> he's so, he's so mumbly. I don't know what the deal is. I'll see you in your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> you do a pretty good gin voice. Does the gin have a name? Or is it just, uh, um, let's no, see. Mr. Gin. Yeah, the gin. Wishmaster. Yeah, just Mr. The Master. Oh, yeah, he is the he's, Wishmaster, I guess. Yeah. He's credited as the gin, not. Just yeah, yeah. That's the reason why. Yeah, that's the reason why I did my intro. The this and the Django and yeah, exactly. such a weird. Are you sure it's the or just the? Oh, sorry. I mean, I don't the, know. the Could just, yeah. well, no. I just mean like if you say he is the Jin, it has different right. connotation than he's the Jin. You know right, I mean? mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they said in the in they said in the movie is both singular and plural, so it's hard to tell. Is he Legion? Is that what they're implying? Mm. Wasn't quite sure. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Didn't dig any deeper. Stopped right there. Well, here's Jason Voorhees saying words. No, I can't say that I do. Can't say I give a shit either. Well, he's a very, very <laughs> well-spoken uh, horror he legend. Is, yeah. yeah, yeah. Too bad he uh, couldn't speak during the thing. Yeah, why well, put that that uh, terrific uh, shaving technique behind a hockey mask? Yeah, yeah. Right? that wow. weird like full beard mustache. Big gap, and then the side, like no sideburns. Yeah, but it was like a yeah. laser cut too, right? Just like it was. Yeah. yeah, it was like exactly like to a point on yeah. his uh, jawline. In other words, I terrible, didn't like it. Terrible. You didn't. Terrible. You didn't. You didn't like it. But how do you feel about Tony Stark? Like that? Do, do you ever stop and think, man? Tony <laughs> spends a lot of time on that. Yeah, yeah. Because I've, because I've, you know, we've all. Well, I don't know about we've all, but a lot of us have tried doing that, shaving with like, all right, let's see if I can actually get a a design in the beard, mm-hmm. and right. it's difficult unless you really have a thick beard or you use um, uh, like uh, what's the eyelash thickener? So you have mascara oh, on your yeah. on your beard, <laughs> yeah. which which I haven't done, but I know some of the uh, in sync guys did that. Things some, that I learned about it today. 
So. <laughs> I'll, I'll guarantee you that Robert Downey Jr.'s uh, beard w- had a lot of paint on that yeah, hair. Yeah, I'm sure it yeah. totally did. It would have to, yeah. Plus, he has people, you know? And can. that's what I think, too. It's right, like when you see right. a rich person do it, you're like, oh, he just sat somewhere while somebody did it. Whereas this doorman, you know, he was at home all day mm-hmm. in between doing lifts. Right. He was doing this. So, you know. He's got big money from his uh, Friday the 13th money. You know. Oh, yeah. That's a big yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, spend uh, it on razors. <laughs> here's uh oh, I think this I played earlier, but we'll play it again. You lying sack of shit. She's pretty great. <laughs> would she would she finally Jack. have enough? I loved it. Uh then the the djinn said this. Yes. The shit just hit the fan, didn't it? Yeah, it hit the fan. It is weird hearing uh you know, the the demon creature from beyond uh using common swear words yeah right yeah. which is the idea like, i guess that's what they're trying to do there's a case to be made that he doesn't even know english he's he's been in there ten thousand years like english didn't right. exist you know what right. i mean and so like yeah. maybe maybe they, he could i don't know i i, I, I waved yeah they hand waved a lot of that i mean all the way down to the point that he knew what a cell phone was pretty pretty right. quickly right it's like and also, uh, what a weird time the late 90s were where some people had cell phones, some people didn't. And some people had the nerve to ask to borrow yours. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, a, it's a local call. Yeah. <laughs> it's a local call. <laughs> a few years ago, I was driving down Sand Canyon in Irvine, and a car pulled over way out in front of me, like far out in front of me. A car pulled over, and this woman got out, and she walked into the grass on the side of the road and was kind of pacing, yeah. like looking like yeah, home. Yeah. Like, there's trouble. Yeah. Yeah. And so I pulled over and I just got out of my car and said, do you need help? And she said, yes. Can I use your phone? And I, that, Oh, what a scary moment. And right. I nothing, like, I am about to hand my phone to a stranger. <laughs> yeah. You know, and like, yeah. I, and I'll my, do anything. But not that. <laughs> not that. <laughs> you know? And yeah. I wish, you know, I wish I had had the presence of mind to say, let me call someone for you. Tell me what to do. You know, instead of, yeah, uh, right, right, right. I just unlocked my phone and handed it to her. Oh God. <laughs> All oh, I think yeah, about I like is how they're going to drop it on the asphalt. That's all I think about. Right. Right. Also, right. there was pay phones and cell phones in this film and also email, but probably nothing like we think of now. Well, 97. You had all that. Yeah. 97. Yeah. 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 We had all that stuff. I think in 97. I mean, I we using, had it, uh, but I mean, email in 1997, that was a lot bigger difference. I mean, I think in 97, like, I was using like, uh, what was that free email that everybody had? Juno. Remember Juno? Juno, Juno. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Email was so different there because think about it. In 1997, you might go days with no email. Weeks, yeah. no email. Yeah. 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 I could go five service, minutes. Free service I was using was Bigfoot. And I, like literally oh. my first email address was randydeluxe at bigfoot.com. Nice. I'm emailing <laughs> it right now. Yeah. It all the way up until Gmail. <laughs> yeah. Does it forward? Does it forward to your current addresses? <laughs> it did for a long time. For a long time, I had it set up and working, but the the company that owns Bigfoot eventually stopped. They just yeah, ah, yeah. we're not going to do that anymore. Yeah, I had a Yahoo address called uh, PeepsDarius at Yahoo.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, it was a long time ago. I don't. There's a couple it. more too, but I don't want to mention <clears> all theirs in case. I don't check it at all. So. I have no I idea. I knew exactly one person who had a cell phone in 1997. Like that's how that's how rare they were, and how like it was like a, this like rarefied air about a person who had a cell right. phone. Oh, in 1997. Yeah. I, I had yeah. I had one. We had a, I, a you know we just we just happened to be uh, associated with a few people who were big into that tech. So we kind of we had a we had a bag phone, and 
uh, got a what, the little flip phones pretty early on too. Mm-hmm. But man, let me, let me I'm be pretty clear. sure. Mm-hmm. I just want to be clear. Everyone I knew had a beeper. Like, oh yeah, beepers nobody I knew had a beeper. We didn't yeah. have any connections there. Yeah, uh, beepers. Were we, everywhere. we weren't drug dealers. Yeah, <laughs> right. we have we had beepers. Company, the place I <laughs> yeah. work gave us all beepers, and freaking yep. hated that thing. Hated beeper. Right. Did you used to walk around with your uh, your your Walkman and listen to uh, Sir Mix a Lot talk about the beepers? Is <laughs> no, that something you did. Or? No, I did no? not. No, no. Do you remember that song? Beepers? I do. No. I do. Okay, good. Yeah. I remember. Did you say no, Coverville? I if don't it's... know that song. Yes, <gasps> I do not know that song. I love how you're like, oh, I know, you I know no exactly Coverville? one Sir Mix-a-Lot song. And that I'm so it. excited for you to hear that song. Then you got to listen to Beepers. How about my posse's on Broadway? <laughs> no, I know oh exactly my. one Sir Mix-a-Lot song. Okay. And that isn't it either. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You know okay. the one. I'm backing yeah. off now. I'm All backing right. off. I love that. I love that you referred to Brian as Coverville because hey, Coverville. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Coverville. Yeah. Shouldn't you know every song ever made? Don't you know every all music? <laughs> yeah. Shouldn't every song ever? I have. By man? I have expectations. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so does uh, the gin when he goes to the uh, the Denny's and the waitress says, "Hey, how was your Grand Slam?" And he says, "Good." Yeah, he liked it. It was good. Good. <laughs> good. 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 All right. Here's Tony Todd doing a thing. Excuse me, sir. Is Mr. Beaumont expecting you? I asked you a question. I'm two inches from your face. Answer me. I still argue that uh, Tony Todd's wish wasn't even in the least bit granted in the, in right, the Twilight right. Zone way. Well, yeah. he said. So he, he said, wants to escape, and then he put him in something that only a, a, a master magician could escape from. Oh, right, because the wish right. is to escape, not to try yes. to escape something impossible. Right, exactly, yes. Yeah, you explained that earlier, but it wasn't ringing, and now I get it. Like, yeah, yeah that's no, that's trouble. effed up. You're right. Yeah. That's completely effed up. Because when you first said it, I went, well, I mean, it kind of, it's just his tricky way of giving you the thing that's, yeah, you No, know. he didn't even, you know, it's not like the whole Twilight Zone, like, oh, I'm giving you this, but this part of it is so much worse. Yeah. Because it, it, also, in the box, he's still going, I still wish to escape. Yeah, yeah. right. Exactly. Also, I don't, <laughs> if, he, if he's any good at corrupting wishes, he's going to have no problem with the woman's third and final wish. Like, yeah. I wish that so-and-so hadn't been drunk that day. Okay, you will right. have you will have an aneurysm while he's operating. Right, right. Uh, you know, that and, that yeah. coffee still uh, that I, rum coffee is still per, precariously right. balanced on the uh, the panel, control panel. Yeah. yeah, I was trying to figure it out because it's like it can't do anything that directly relates to. I don't know. It was yeah, yeah. It, yeah it's rough. It's rough. But yeah, that rough guy, that word. that guy really was is a disgruntled worker man smoking that big old cigar mm-hmm. and you know got flask liquor just drinking it up right. Right. Mm, flask liquor. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, all right. Here's Robert England with a bar- bunch of barf sounds. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. Why yeah. didn't they have him burning up or something, a la Freddy style or something? Why he, they have him throwing They really up just barely weird... used him. I mean, it was like, yeah. sure, I'll come do your movie, a little cameo, but uh, I just want to talk and cough and yeah. r- wriggle around on the floor. You guys can do the best. <laughs> it was stunt casty as shit. And also, I yeah. have this question. When that thing doesn't fall on Sam Raimi, and, or sorry, his brother, Ted, Ted Raimi, yeah. and doesn't set everything into motion, the stone's still in there. Right. So, to be discovered in Wishmaster 2. Oh, shit. Is that true? 
Now we have to watch two. I didn't know what the stone, the stone is still in there, but it's in a priceless artifact, which humanity is going to try at least to preserve for a very long time. Okay. Right. So like, well, and yeah, yeah. Until the new lady opens it up, which is apparently the second film, which, uh, and, and also the stone is not that, uh, is kind of, the stone is fragile. Like if you could just point a, 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 a microscope, a laser, like some kind of laser, you could point a, a five milliwatt laser at it or something. I don't even know what, like, like, what is this? What is this process? Why is this guy pointing anything at a stone that could damage it? Yep. Mm-hmm. I, what, what's mm-hmm. happening? Yeah. What is happening? All right, how about this? This is what every three-year-old hears when their parents uh, say to blow out the candles. Make your wish. (laughs) All right. It is funny funny how you have to stop a kid and repeat yourself. Yeah. Make Make, a wish. No, no, no. no. Make Make, Take your time and make a wish. (laughs) Really think about that wish. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I wish to eat this cake. I wish to not ever be here again, Dad. Right. Make. make that wish and <laughs> make All that right. wish, but make sure it's uh, is is college money. There you go. Here Do is it. my favorite line of the film, and uh, I saved it for late here in the in the in the uh, clip. So enjoy. Son of a bitch. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> she's like a little, she's like a little chihuahua or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She just starts. She, she, she also, says, Son you know, of she a also gets the big fu, but this one's better. Oh, yeah. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> bitch. <laughs> I love the just the quiet little son of a way down low. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, here's his long laugh. <laughs> and that. Oh, well, then the band starts, but yeah, I'm not playing. Oh. That. Uh, it sounds like the beginning of Loverboy <laughs> oh, uh, waiting yeah. for the weekend. Yeah, I got working for the weekend. Instead, it was some really crappy 90s, like wannabe grunge yeah. alternative. It was not good. Yeah. All right, here, uh, that's gotten us this far. Let's see what happens. Why, it's the film sack checklist. Really bad puppet dog in the space anus? Check. That guard effed up? Check. And finally, those statues might be alive, so don't go down there? Check. Uh, connections in the Star Trek variety. There are a number of them. We mentioned Tony Todd, but there's more, right, Randy? We got uh, more. Yeah. So Betty McGuire was Mrs. Merritt in this movie. Uh, uh, McGuire was also Vanya in the Deep Space Nine episode Sanctuary. Mm-hmm. A an actress named Cindy Pass was Glass Woman. They, they that's how they put mm-hmm. her in oh, the, from the party. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cindy Pass, a uh, Glass Woman. She was uh, Ginger in the last couple of episodes, last couple of seasons of Deep Space Nine. Uh, you might recall Deep Space Nine ends up having uh, uh, a hollow deck um, Vegas guy, and oh. Ginger was like, oh yeah, this, right. Ginger was like an extra, like gotcha. a named extra person. So that's Cindy Pass. I remember that. Um, we got to talk about Tony Todd though, because I didn't think of him as middle-aged Jake Sisko. I thought of him as Kern. He's in a bunch of Star Trek stuff. Oh as yeah, right. Kern, right. this this really stern <laughs> Klingon, and uh, like if you look him up, man, he he works like he's in a bunch of Star Trek video games. The guy was like uh, all over Star Trek. Let's see here, Kern. Yeah, look at him. He's he's kind of scary as Kern. Kern was scary. He's TNG, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. TNG, yes. Yeah, he's a cool. He was the one that was always like telling Worf, "You've gotten soft in your um, human bullshit." Or whatever. Oh, sure. Yeah, there's no honor or whatever he would say. All right, but, well, his, but a- his character spacing was right on point. <laughs> <laughs> his character spacing. Get it? Is kerning? I get it. 
<laughs> thank you. It. Thank you very much. I'll yeah. see myself out. Oh, typography too, man. I went. I went to class. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Uh, let's get to the uh, the soundtrack grade. I'll give it a T for terrible. It's just really not great. It's fine. It's too loud and it's not great and memorable and it's poo. Uh, uh-huh. But good luck to whoever did it. Uh, uh, that was a yeah. uh, uh, one of one of the best names. Uh, journeyman composer. Uh, I'm forgetting his name, but it's it's like Harry Harry Manfredini. It's like really really? really similar to a lot of other names. Wow, hey, Manfredini! I love this name. Uh, I'm trying to like a made up Manfredini. Manfredini. It's exactly where I went. Harry Manfredini. Manfredini. He composed. He composed uh, like music for a, a lot of movies like this, mm. like movies of this ilk, like. Deep Star Six and the Omega oh, Code, but then know, like, like the original Friday the Thirteenth. So all these people really know each other. Yeah, uh, yeah. House, uh, the Omega Man, or sorry, Omega mm-hmm. Code rather. Deep Star Six. That's a movie we got to do. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Whole bunch. Yeah, you're right. Mostly this sort of stuff. And he's still yep. doing a bunch. He's got a ton in the works. He's a busy man. Well, good for him. Look at that. That's a hell of a career. That guy never not works. Holy crap. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well. I can't give him too hard of a time. He looks like that uh, in the actor studio guy. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, You know yeah. what I'm talking about? Um, what do you want St. Peter to say to you when you <laughs> arrive yeah, in heaven? That's the guy. What's your favorite curse word? <laughs> he looks like him. Not quite the the Will Ferrell version. but <laughs> Right. Uh, I can't yeah. see that guy and not think of Arrested Development. Oh, yeah, he was great on there. It was, it was uh, Warden yeah. Gentles. Prison guard, or yeah. prison warden, yeah. Yeah, Warden Gentles. What kind of name is Gentles? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, I, yeah. Also, just speaking of the music, there's a, there's a thing where you first go into the big party, the very first entrance into this big grand party in a mansion, and there's this uh, chamber ensemble playing a Schubert quintet. Mm. And uh, I'm not, these are just actors pretending to play, right? They're just, mm-hmm. but the music is like, it's a very particular to the scene to that that setting that party in a mansion and i just wanted to ask you anybody ever been to one of those parties where nope. just that music is Ew. playing no nope. no uh-uh nope never been to a party any kind yeah <laughs> <laughs> brian don't party oh he don't party i mean the closest you got what we partied at nerdtacular but that's hey, about no it party like the dunaway party that yeah. was a party yeah yeah, you were. What the was you guys doing? I was working. Doesn't, you doesn't the, seem like a party. You were the center of it, man. You were the you were the oh. focus of that party. Oh, that's the reason why I didn't feel like a party. Uh, I was. I have. I, I have been hub. to a few. I have been to a few parties at Scott Johnson's house, and I just got to say, try the Schubert music sometime. Let's okay. just see what happens. All right, let's see. Okay, you thought you <laughs> try thought, the Schubert. <laughs> you thought that hot tub moment was weird. Wait until we get the Schubert going. Um, all right, let's move on to the uh, the alternate. No, I'm sorry, the Twitter post. This is where you guys in 280 uh, Unicode characters or less oh. have to sum up what this film is. And I'm going to start this time. Let me pull the hat, random uh, random hat pull here. Uh, let's start with Randy, I think, this time. Wishmaster, the ABC after-school special of horror movies, brought to you by the Mead Trapper Keeper, now available in Ruby Red. Oh, my Lord. Oh, nice. <laughs> on that deal. Huh. It's a hell of a deal. Uh, what kind of a deal? Uh, then Brian Dunaway. <laughs> Wishmaster, like living in the late 90s, wishing for a return to horror films from the 80s, and then getting this as you wish. <laughs> nice. Hashtag nice. Hashtag as you wish. As you wish. As you wish. Uh, finally, Brian Hibbett. 
Wishmaster. Alex defeats the Wishmaster by doing what we all wanted to do all along. Just wishing that this movie didn't exist. (laughs) Can't wish it away, though. Magic doesn't work in real life. All right. Alternate title time. This is uh, just handed to me. This was almost called, uh, instead of Wishmaster, it was almost called Fishmaster. Or, I'm sorry, Fish Blaster. Sorry, Fish Blaster. I don't know why, just because it rhymes. And then uh, it was almost called the Ted Raimi timeline. So um, they, they thought better of it. Yeah, they thought better of it and changed it. Uh, a couple quick emails. We like to read your emails here on the show, filmsack at gmail.com is the email address. Please keep them coming. John G. wrote in and says, I want to humbly suggest a thing you could start doing on Filmsack in the future. If you go to IMDb, I think this works on mobile, and go uh, to any movie, you can change the default sort of the actors in the movie to most popular, and then oh. it orders them from who is most popular right then, meaning, you know, at the time, who's the most popular actor. At the moment, you hit sort based on some obscure IMDb algorithm, or instead of based on that. Hmm. So if you go back to some movie in the 80s, and someone in that movie had a line or two, or even has no lines, but later they become a huge star, they would show up first in the list. Uh, it is often very odd to find out who's number one according to IMDb because I think it has something to do with how much they're being searched for on IMDb at the time. So if somebody recently had a scandal, they may show up exactly first or if they just died or something like that, that might push them up. It's fun to check up on when you never go to or when you never go to old movies. Give it a try if you like John G. That's a fun little a, uh, thing. I'm not seeing a way to do that. Um, yeah. Mobile, maybe mobile only. Let's see. And it may be maybe only mobile only. Right, like maybe the app does it, um, or maybe it's IMDb Pro only. Oh, uh, maybe um, could be. Right. I'm gonna click a movie the, and try it. Um, yep. Let's do Venom. The, did, we haven't talked about how IMDb changed their main layout. Uh, like their whole UX uh, changed about two months ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, it's shocking at first when you go there and it's like a completely different looking site. But I kind of like it. Oh, you know what? Uh, it is the yeah, app. online I do like it. It is the app, by the way. Okay. Um, okay. But this is, does interesting things. So, for example, the film Splash, uh, you know the one. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Tom Hanks. Yeah. I did order. Let me change the order from credit only to popularity. There we go. I refine it. Where do you, and that's in the, it must be on the iPhone app because I'm on the iPad app and I'm not seeing that. Uh, it's a little down arrow thing next to the cast where it says sorted, oh, maybe, sorted by see. credits or something. I assume it's on both apps. It should be. But anyway, it puts uh, Tom Hanks. Well, it puts on iPad. It puts the cast to the right of all of the other details. Oh, maybe it is different. Well, anyway, it puts Tom Hanks number one, Clint Howard at number two, huh. Daryl Hannah at number three, Eugene Levy at four, John Candy, Daryl Edwards, Nick Vondelango, Howard Morris, and Rance Howard. Oh, and Cheryl Howard. Oh boy, all these Howards are in that. Oh, since nineteen ninety-seven, when this film came out. Wishmaster now by popularity is Tony Todd is number one yeah, and baby. Andrew Devoff is number two. Yeah, baby. And Robert England is number three. That's awesome. This is actually pretty cool. Popularity. Yeah. Let me look at. Uh, oh yeah, oh, that's funny. Totally, Crockett. totally phone app and not iPad app. I see the little the little uh, oh, okay. hamburger menu. Yeah, no, that's weird. They shouldn't do that. <laughs> they should. Those should have unified functionality that bugs me mm, hamburger um, yeah because florence Pugh right now uh in front of scarlett johansson uh popularity wise for black widow yeah she'll love that 
She'll be mm-hmm. super into that. Whole Scarlett might not be as happy about that, but yeah. you know. No, that's what I mean. Scarlett Johansson. Oh, gotcha. I, there's a lot of memes going around of her making a blank, angry face about all the raves that her co-star is getting. Right now. <laughs> we, we should have sacked that movie. I, I want to talk about it so bad. Yeah. Well, we may could still. I mean, I haven't seen it yet. Neither is Brian, but you're about to. So maybe we will. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, one final email from John G. Who wrote, oh, same guy. That's interesting. He says, just catching up on your coverage of Alien. So I don't know if you've already heard this from anyone else. I wanted to add something maybe Randy didn't catch on his first viewing of the film. The reason Ash tries to shove a magazine down Ripley's throat is because he's broken. He's a broken machine. What's so creepy? Or what? uh, What's so creepy is this kind of human-like experience of losing your mind, but it's an android. So this is dissociative. uh, This is a dissociative episode. Uh, is even more mechanically broken than a human would be, thus making it a little harder to watch. The separate uh, mission that the company has him on to save the alien specimen uh, that they want to exploit has broken him. He has lost it. He no longer is choosing to shove the magazine down her throat as some kind of special technique. Or, I'm sorry, he's not choosing to do it as a special technique. It's more that he is having a mind spasm and making absurd connections, like this tube is supposed to go into that hole. Uh, as if some sort of basic early AI test from the very first AI that goes down to some deep core level of the basic programming that, he's, that his AI is based on. I find it terrifying, not funny or silly, just my thoughts, John. Well, that's interesting. I hadn't thought of it that way at all, because in my mind it was like, well, that's an odd choice, jamming that. But now I guess that makes sense. If the robot's losing it, then of course it's going to make odd choices, right? I guess. Do anything and it'll just say, oh, it's because he's broken. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> Yeah. What uh, happened? Bro- he did that because he's broken. Yeah. He yeah. peed all over the all, all over the principal. Why? Oh, he's broken. He's broken. Yeah. Broken robot. <laughs> but I guess maybe it does make sense. And he just grabs the first thing that he can see that's a weapon and Yeah. And jam it and jam it in the hole. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if y'all want to send your emails in, either to contradict any of this and or add your own thoughts, filmsack at gmail.com. Please keep them rolling. We love them. Our next film is going to be I forgot. Fast and the Furious. Oh, the first Fast and the Furious. Uno. Yes. Yep. This is before. 2001. Yeah. This is the one uh, that is now 20 years old. 20 years old now, right? 20? 20. 20? Yeah. Happy birthday. Yeah. We're in the the ninth film just launched, what, a week ago. And and so it seems like a good time to go back. We've only seen two before. Uh, If I get my way, we'll see Tokyo Drift on this show. Um, But that'll be, you know, some time before we do that. Uh, but yes, we're back to the original Paul Walker, uh, uh, of course, and uh, your 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 bald man, uh, uh, Groot. Uh, uh, what's his name? <laughs> Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. <laughs> bald man Groot. And uh, we're going to have a good time. So stu- uh, come back this next weekend for an episode of Film Sack where we feature the first Fast and the Furious. That is going to do it for us. Filmsack.com is our website, and you can email us at filmsack at gmail.com. Also find us on Twitter at Filmsack and if you wouldn't mind, leave us a review wherever you get your shows. It helps us out uh, helps us out a lot. That's going to do it for us. For me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. Step aside, doorman. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Son of a bitch! Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.